and you will lose everything. It is nearly that wonderful time of year, yet again, officially one month away from the kickoff of the new NFL season, and I am here to be your help yet again. It's been a long time since a lot of people probably even thought about anything football-related, and as is the case every year, a lot has changed from last season to this season. So I am here to get you caught up, make sure you know who is where and what is going on before we get to our draft in the next few weeks, whenever we decide that to be. Also, a new thing we're doing this year, I decided, executive decision, came up with the Spotify Shuffle draft order determiner. So we will also be covering the first few picks of that. So it's going to be first song up, we'll get 12th pick, and we'll work our way all the way up to the last song played, will be the first pick. Uh, I'm going to do, I'm going to try to keep these short and sweet. Everyone is busy, not everyone has a lot of time to just sit around and listen to me yammer on about football players. So today I'm going to cover just the quarterbacks, get to the first four picks, or I guess, you know, the last four picks of who's going to be where. And then I'll try to hit you up later this week, next week with the other important positions, running backs, wide receivers, uh, attack on tight ends to one of those because not a lot to ever talk about when it comes to tight ends. But so, yeah, we're going to get to it. So let's start with the 12th pick in this year's draft and who that was going to be. So we're going to get right into the songs. If you recognize the song, if it's your song, if it's not, I'll let you know at the end whose song it is. So with this year's 12th pick in the draft, here it is. Look at that booty, show me the booty, give me the booty, I want the booty, back up the booty, I need the booty. I like the booty, oh what a booty, shaking that booty, I saw the booty, I want the booty, Lord what a booty, bring on the booty, give up the booty, loving the booty, round booty, down for the booty, I want the booty, hunting the booty, chasing the booty, casing the booty, getting the booty, beautiful booty, smoking booty, talk to the booty, more booty. Oh, and with the Ricky Bobby inverse, in this case, if you're first, you are actually last. It's going to be our dear boy, Zachy. He's going to come in with the 12th pick in this year's draft and will be the first person to pick in the second round of the draft. If you want to find the bright side, there it is. So Zachy will be number 12. I'm going to hop right in and do who will be immediately preceding him with number 11. And then we'll get to some quarterbacks and then we'll book in with uh, probably like two more uh, songs, two more picks. So with the 11th pick in this year's draft, we have. Oh, 
All right, with pick number 11, we have our current and reigning champion, Mr. Tommy Pierce. I'm sure with the, the analytics and insight, will be pick number 11 would be nothing that uh, Tommy can't overcome. But uh, so, yeah, those are the first two picks or last two picks in this year's draft. So let's get right into uh, what's going on in the quarterback position. I'll try to keep this as just factual as possible. Um, try not to let opinions or expectations bleed in uh, from my own personal side, but it's bound to happen anyway. But let's just get into what to cover with quarterback. So we'll start with uh, quarterbacks that are on different teams than they were last year that you may or may not uh, recall happening. So starting at the top with the Carolina Panthers, quarterback is now Sam Dart, previously with the New York Jets, didn't really do much of merit with the Jets, whether that was his fault because he has mono, because he wasn't capable, or whether because he was on under head coach Adam Gase, which was just an atrocity for everyone involved in the organization, it seemed. So maybe he'll be better uh, with the Panthers and, you know, with the maybe more weapons they have there with Christian McCaffrey and, you know, the receivers they have with uh, – Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. Obviously, we know better than most how actually difficult the NFC South has suddenly become with uh, the Saints and the Bucks winning the Super Bowl last year. But that is the new uh, face under center for the Panthers. After that, probably one of the biggest uh, trades or flip-flops that happened in the offseason was between the Detroit Lions and the Los Angeles Rams. Essentially, flip-flopped their quarterbacks, Matt Stafford, now the quarterback of the Rams, Jared Goff, now the quarterback of the Lions. Uh, this is kind of good for one, not great for the other. I mean, Matt Stafford has been putting up numbers year after year on a crappy Lions organization. And, uh, you know, they were ready to let him, you know, jump ship, go to a different team, see if he can make something of himself and uh, not hold him down any longer in Detroit. And the Rams were very excited to get rid of Jared Goff's contract, which was just way too much money that he should probably be getting paid. But uh, so Matt Stafford goes to an offense that is known to be high powered, high flying um, with Robert Woods and with Cooper Cobb, really good receiver receiving options. And Jared Goff goes to the Lions where there's basically nobody left on that team. Uh, we'll cover it more in wide receivers, but Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones no longer on that team. So a receiving corp that basically doesn't exist. So Stafford, interesting, maybe Jared Goff, probably going to look to avoid and then two other quarterbacks that are with different organizations now is um <clears throat> Carson Wentz is now the quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts um reports are dealing with some sort of ankle injury without specifics uh we don't know yet because teams are not yet required to report injuries on their players so uh kind of TBD there if you're excited about Carson Wentz to even if healthy uh I don't know but he is now in Indianapolis no longer in Philadelphia and one that's a little bit of a wild card and could be exciting at any time is Ryan Fitzpatrick is the quarterback of the Washington football team so older not quite as agile or you know <laughs> able-bodied as some of the other you know most of the other quarterbacks in the league but Every team he seems to just end up on, he'll have at least three to four games in a season where he just lights up the scoreboard and somehow becomes like a number one quarterback on the week. So the Washington football team built around defense. Defense really was great last year, but they do have weapons to use. Fitzpatrick not being afraid to air the ball out downfield, not being afraid to throw picks. There could be a lot of big plays uh, in Washington with him slinging the rock. Uh, 
you know, to his receivers. So we'll see what that turns into. Probably not going to be anybody's drafted QB, anybody's weekly starter, but season starts and he lights the world on fire yet again. I don't know if I would be too terribly uh, surprised. So those are quarterbacks that are on new teams. Um, we'll touch quickly on rookie quarterbacks that are going to be playing. I mean, there's a big two. They were the number one and two picks in the draft. We all know, probably know, Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville, going to be starting, going to be a rookie, high expectations, whether you want to have him as your week-in, week-out starter, I don't know. That's your call. But he will be starting in Jacksonville and also Zach Wilson for the Jets up in New York. Two rookie quarterbacks that are going to be playing day one. No question about it. They were drafted to be the starter. They will be out there. I'm also going to include uh, Jalen Hurts in that group. Not a rookie. I was a rookie last year, but it was um, back and forth kind of. Carson Wentz was the quarterback, and he wasn't performing, and Jalen Hurts ended up getting in the latter half of the year, but now Carson Wentz out of town. Jalen Hurts is the guy, so he is taking over. Uh, let's see our quarterbacks that we do not know who's going to start. You know, Quarterback battles in camp, rookie, veterans. There's a few teams that have uh, unknowns at quarterback, which means we're probably going to be avoiding these teams entirely when it comes draft time. But just so you know what is going on, uh, we'll start up in Chicago where they picked up Andy Dalton, told him he was going to be the starter. He was going to be their QB one. And then they turn around and draft Justin Fields, uh, you know, from Ohio state, I believe. So uh, a lot of these things done, you know, you work with what you're given. They take Andy Dalton, they bring him in say your quarterback one, because, not really many people had projected Justin Fields to fall in, as low in the draft as he did. Chicago not expecting there to be a viable quarterback at their pick, so planning to not have one there. Lo and behold, he is there, and they can't pass on him. So we have two quarterbacks fighting it out in Chicago. Um, most likely, Andy Dalton will start week one. It's how long into the season will he remain the starter? Are they going to be safe and keep Justin Fields on the bench and keep him learning? Or is he going to come in and take over after like the fourth or fifth week? We don't know. We will see as the season goes. Uh, so outside of that, we have in Denver, uh, the vacancy left behind in Carolina that, well, I guess it wasn't really vacancy, but um, Teddy Bridgewater, no longer in Carolina, now on the Broncos. And he is competing with Drew Locke, who is everyone's sort of like punching bag. It seems like everyone likes to make fun of or make jokes at that he's just not that great of a quarterback. Um, not sure who's going to be the day one starter there, obviously. Drew Locke is the incumbent. Terry Bridgewater did support two thousand yard receivers last year in Carolina, so he's not, you know, Patrick Mahomes by any means, but he is capable of completing passes on, you know, short yardage, not really air the ball out downfield kind of guy, but can you know, has supported two thousand yard receivers, so we know that he has the capability of managing an offense. So we'll see who gets to be the lead guy there comes season start. After that, we have the Patriots, uh, also drafted rookie quarterback Mac Jones. Uh, Cam Newton is the believed starter right now. Not a great season for them last year, but the Patriots were one of the teams that had the most people just sit out the season uh, due to COVID. Their defense you know, didn't look anything like it did the, the season prior last year, and that's because a lot of people just chose to sit the season out. So even though you know, they were on defense, that still affects how your offense is able to play when your defense can't, you know, keep you in the game or can't hold up their side of things. So Cam Newton, we know, is going to, you know, he's going to do great with touchdowns. He had 
the most rushing touchdowns of any quarterback last year. You know, big body, they get down on the goal line. Cam Newton's probably going to be the one punching it in. It's if he struggles in the passing game, are they ever going to look to switch over to Mac Jones? It's kind of hard to know what Bill Belichick is thinking at any point in time. So it's anyone's guess, really. Uh, so here two more with uncertainties. We have the New Orleans Saints. Drew Brees has retired, leaving either Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill to be the starter. Now, regardless of which one it goes to, uh, it looks like we'll cover in wide receivers again. Michael Thomas having a surgery, going to miss time at the start of the year. So regardless of who the quarterback is without Michael Thomas, I mean, you'll have Alvin Kamara, but there's not much of a receiving core in New Orleans past Michael Thomas. That's why he's so good because he demands all the targets because he is the you know the only show in town. If he's not out there, I'm not sure how much you want to try to rely on either quarterback for the Saints. And then lastly, we have the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, drafted rookie quarterback Trey Lance. Still have Jimmy Garoppolo on the roster. Uh, a lot of people speculating that they're trying to move Garoppolo to another team so that Trey Lance can be the starter week one, but it could be another situation of Garoppolo starts and Trey Lance takes over shortly into the season. Going to be another wait and see, but another instance where probably not a team where you're going to look to have your drafted week one uh, quarterback you know, coming out of the draft. So the other QB of note to make mention of is Deshaun Watson in Texas. We don't know if he's going to play at all. There's a lot of you know stuff swirling around uh, with him and his uh, allegations against him, sexual misconduct, just uncertainty. What's true, what's not is you know not really for me to say or talk about here. It's just about who's playing football, and we don't know if he's going to play at all this season for the Texans or for anybody. So kind of a hands-off player at this point usually you know uh, a top five quarterback prospect in fantasy but right now just with the uncertainty it's kind of hard to put any stock in that with just not knowing on not knowing what's going on uh with him as far as football is concerned so that pretty much covers the big changes everything else is status quo probably as you remember it a uh, quick recap of the top five quarterbacks in fantasy from last year QB1 last year, Josh Allen, just got paid big, big bucks by Buffalo. Will be the quarterback there for at least the next uh, six years, presumably. After him, quarterback two finish was Kyler Murray in Arizona. Quarterback three finish and MVP of the league was Aaron Rodgers, who ended his holdout. It's going to be in Green Bay this year, and it'll probably be his final year in Green Bay. So we know that, you know, obviously he is the steamship of that offense. Like, he'll... he'll He's the one quarterback that you can really count on to be throwing touchdowns at the goal line rather than the team looking to you know, always hand the ball off. So MVP numbers last year, you know, can expect the numbers to fall down a bit because he had, you know, just an astronomical season, but still shows that he is a top tier quarterback and he is, you know, worth your attention wherever you want to try to pick him up. Quarterback four, Patrick Mahomes. Everyone knows what he's capable of. And again, last year's quarterback five was Deshaun Watson can't really expect him to repeat that again this year uh, with uh, so much uncertainty going on. So that is about it as far as big changes, big differences, everything else. Let's see. I mean, Joe Burrow for the Bengals was doing well, left with an ACL injury, looks to be coming back, going to be ready for week one. He'll have a new receiver, Jamar Chase, drafted high by the Bengals, who he played with at LSU. Expect there to be a connection there. Uh, Dak Prescott also coming back from an injury. Not certain on his week one status because apparently he also has a shoulder thing going on. But 
Outside of that, everyone is basically uh, as you remember them, except for a few other positions that have uh, added new players or lost other players, which you know I'll cover later on. But I think that'll do it for quarterbacks for now. Again, try and keep these short so y'all can ingest them uh, without too much time commitment or hop in and out wherever you want to, and even even want to. So just trying to give some information where there might be might be some gaps. So now that we have quarterbacks covered. We're going to knock out our number 10 and number 9 picks, and then we will sign off, and I will cover some more later. So let's go right into who is going to be pick number 10 this year. Okay, for pick number 10, that was the song submitted by the handsome one himself, Mr. Nate Thompson, pick number 10 this year. Uh, gonna look to have a quick turnaround into round two, hopefully stack up a good, maybe two running backs, maybe a solid running back, solid wide receiver. We'll see what Nate's strategy is going to be coming out of the draft. But, you know, these first, you know, these last three, first three songs, last three picks, all were to teams that were kind enough to submit a song of their own choosing, you know, into consideration, which is appreciate, which means they probably, if they're listening, recognize it right off the jump. So appreciate that. Appreciate the involvement. Let's hop right into who's going to be our number nine pick for this season. fiery one mr robert shepherd uh song courtesy of proxy submission by mr uh nick nick thank you very much for the submissions on everyone's behalf who was not able to submit on their own people probably still have notifications turned off because this uh group chat can get a little out of control during the season understandably so a lot of people probably still on mute hopefully uh they will get the message we will i'll get the draft order submitted so everyone is where they're supposed to become draft time but that is it for now uh looking forward to the season looking forward to the interaction hope everyone is doing well and i'll be back with you soon later <laughs>